Pittsburgh Steelers fans, breaking news time. My name is Brian Anthony Davis from Behind the Steel Curtain. Dave Schofield is along with me. The first day of the tampering period of free agency is here, and the Pittsburgh Steelers did something they don't typically do. They made a big move. Dave Schofield, lay it on us. Yeah, Brian, we have to be really careful that we don't say that a player here signed a contract because, of course, nothing can be signed until Wednesday, but we have a report that the Steelers have reached an agreement or come to terms with one quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky, former number two overall pick, four years with the Bears, one year with with the Bills, and pretty much the biggest free agent quarterback on the market out there. That's very true. Uh, please forgive me. I mean, I'm, I'm ready to say sign, but yeah, you are absolutely correct. I remember when Emmanuel Sanders did that a couple years ago, right at the beginning of the tampering period, he was supposed to go to the chiefs, went to the Broncos instead. So we haven't heard anything about any compensation yet. Have we? I'm still continuing to try to look at this as we are speaking. And there is not a report on that yet. I'm I'm ready for that report, but we might not have that for quite some time. Well, this is really exciting news. So real quick, you know, we are going to be talking about this on all of our BTSC shows. So make sure you check all of that out. But what does this do right now? Is this the first domino that needed a fall? And how does this affect the Steelers just on day one? Well, obviously the Steelers had to decide where were they going first? Was it getting another option at quarterback? Was it the offensive line? Was it the defense? You know, whether whether it be corner or safety, their own players, other players, they needed to make a decision on what they were going to attack first and then know what they had left for other things. So obviously the Steelers took this as what they needed to do. This is where they wanted to invest their money in first. And now we've got to see what the terms of this deal are in order to see what else can they do in other places. So when we're talking about the possible terms of the deal, what are you hoping it to be around legitimately? You know, I mean, we know they've had to pay this guy. We know that they uh, there was a decision between the Giants and the Steelers and Mitchell. I gotta say it, it Mitchell David Trubisky. Ooh, there good you one. Go. I, I had to throw that in there. And we know he made that decision because it was a chance to go to a more winning atmosphere. So if you're going to put it in where Dave Schofield, capologist, wants it to be around for the Steelers, what would you say? Well, I'll just throw some numbers and some figures out there. These could be, who knows, maybe they're spot on, maybe they're way off, but it'll give you an idea of how things go. If it was believed that the market for Trubisky was $10 million per, then if you're looking at a two-year $20 million deal with the Steelers, I don't know that it was that much. I don't know that it was that little. We're just going to use that as a starting point. If you go on the general way that the Steelers do a contract, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to round I'm not giving exact dollar amounts. I'm going to round everything off. You'd probably be looking at a, a $1 million base salary for this season and a $9 million signing bonus to do the $10 million the first year. And then you have like a base salary of 10 million the next. If that's the case, that means that he'd only be counting 5.5 million on the salary cap 
this season if they do a deal that's in, in that form, which makes sense the way the Steelers do stuff. They like to they like to basically if you're going to split the years up and have it even between the two years, they give everything the first year other than the base, you know, the minimum base salary as the signing bonus. And then half of that gets pushed into the next year. So that's kind of if you want to go off what what he was estimated at and break it down in that manner. That's how it would look for the Steelers. Then the question is, did they get him cheaper than that or did it cost more than that? So when you look at everything here, Dave, it seems like what you're guessing here is that this is going to be a pretty economical deal for the Steelers. And they have now made a jump up possibly from the possibility of Mason Rudolph to now Mitch Trubisky. Do you think that this is a pretty big jump or do you think this is just, you know, these two guys might just have to battle it out. It's interesting because I, I think, I don't think the Steelers are going to disrespect either quarterback by saying one is a clear cut starter at this point. Um, you can argue of whether or not their competitions are really competitions or not because they know what they're going to do, but I don't see the Steelers announcing either player as who's going to be the starter. Uh, I think Trubisky knows that he has a great chance to come in and earn the job. I think he should also know that if he doesn't, if he's not getting it done, there is someone who was here that the Steelers will roll with if they must. To me, I see Trubisky winning the job. I think he will be the front runner. The the bigger the contract you see when the numbers come out, the more of a front runner he is. The lower the numbers are, the more you will see that it's a competition. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I, that I mean, it's all going to come down to the numbers, in my opinion. Well, there's so many questions to ask. So that's what we have to tell you to do. You just got to stick with BTSC. You're hearing this first right away. This just happened within the the half an hour. That's how quick we're getting it on to you. So stick with BTSC on the editorial side. Stick with the shows that we have coming up. You've got this breaking news podcast. We're going to talk about it a little bit more on The Hangover. I'm sure that I can go ahead and bump the subject that we had going in because this is a whole lot more important. And (laughs) I can't wait to hear what you've got to say on the Scobro show tomorrow night with Big Brother Rich. There might be something to talk about that, I I think. (laughs) You know, it's good. Brian, I want to ask you a question. Yeah, hit me. Okay. First of all, are you excited about this pick? And assuming that your answer is yes, what makes you most excited about this pickup by the Steelers? Absolutely, I'm excited about this. I cheered when I saw it because this was the free agent I wanted to come into Pittsburgh. I knew you were not going to be in the running for a Jimmy Garoppolo, who I don't think is really that that much of a difference over a guy like Trubisky. I knew you weren't going to get an Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson. You've got a 27-year-old quarterback here who has one of the best winning percentages of starters since 2017. He did very well with the Bears. In fact, took them to the playoff games. Yeah, the they had that doink that uh yeah I, I forget the kid's name. I had it on was it on Parkey? Cody yeah, Parkey. Cody Parkey. Yeah. Cody Parkey, uh they uh really screwed them out of that playoff. I think he had another miss in that playoff game against the Philadelphia Eagles. So it's, it's a situation where this guy's better than you think. And I've been talking about the Ryan Tannehill 
equation for the last yeah. couple of months when it comes to a quarterback. I think a change of scenery. I think with Matt Canada, this is a guy that could run to. He's a mobile quarterback. He was a number two pick overall for a reason. And the Steelers have him. And I think this is the perfect storm for both teams for what's out there. Yeah. And and you mentioned since 2017, because his rookie year, he was four and eight as a starter. But if you look at it beyond that, he was 11 and three in a pro bowler in 2018. He was eight and seven in 2019 uh, as the starter and six and three in 2020, you know, in, in 2018 and 2020, Chicago did go to the playoffs. They didn't, they didn't win a playoff game, but it's not that he performed poorly. Like even Jimmy G his, his touchdown to interceptions in the playoffs, it's less than one. He has more interceptions than touchdowns. Not the case with Trubisky. He didn't. He has, does not have a postseason interception. So that's something to keep in mind. Um, could he be the answer? Sure. But he, if he's not, I still think the Steelers have this set up as a good situation where it could be the guy. But if he's not the guy, then you can go get the next guy um, in a year or two. I, I, that's what I like the best. And probably my most favorite thing has to be the fact that it came via free agency and not a trade, and they don't have to give up any draft capital. Absolutely. That's what it does for me. Um, talking about Mitch Trubisky, one more thing. You know, fans want the sexy name, and this is not going to be a sexy name, and there's going to be a lot of debate about this. But we laid out a few things, and we're going to lay out so many more reasons that Mitch might be a great pick. But just the name Mitch is cool. So I'm I'm really excited about that, Dave. I'm excited about a lot of things. So check out all the shows, the live mic, the cutting room floor. I think there's going to be a lot of Mitch and a lot of Mitchin. Yeah. And also make sure you're checking out behind the steel curtain.com your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously the, the news is already out there. There's going to be some breakdown. I know Jeffrey Benedict and I, this will be the subject of our vertex this week. Now that we have this news, there'll be a lot of Mitch Trubisky talk and possibly other free agent moves on the website. Make sure you're checking it out. It's going to be busy. It's going to be fun. And BTSC is going to be the place to be. Thank you, Dave, for this breaking news. 